On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're talking about who needs to go at the deadline, as well as checking in on tonight's game against Philly. And then we wrap things up with a what if part two. All that coming up and more on Locked On Lightning. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked On Lightning. And as just as a reminder, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. On this episode, we're talking about who needs to get going out of Tampa Bay at the te- trade deadline as well as well as checking in against tonight's game against the Philadelphia Flyers and then since it was so popular with all of you and it really got the conversation going on YouTube about lightning what ifs we're coming back at the end of this episode with a part two make sure to stick around for that one and also make sure to subscribe to the podcast give us follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form we're also available on youtube subscribe to the channel there and comment below this video to get in on the conversation so we're talking about because i i saw the lightning the last episode if you weren't if you didn't listen to that or watch it Go ahead and, and, and listen to it and tune in for it because it was it was a really fun episode. We did something that we've never done on this show before. We talked about what if things were different in terms of this player being healthy or this player, you know, whatever. I mean, we spoke about it in the context of what if Vasilevsky was healthy to start the season? What if, you know, would it have made a difference with this team, how they played the first couple of months of the season? as well as, you know, what other things came into play with that. The defense, would Vasilevsky play better than Johansson? And if he did, how much better and all that? Uh, We spoke about that as well. And really, the conversation uh, that you all had in the comments below the last video was phenomenal. So thank you for all that. And it, it really inspired me to do another uh segment and and i think i have a feeling we're going to be doing a lot of these in the future especially with all the 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 bad moves or really the moves that haven't bared much fruit for this tampa bay lightning team over the last i guess let's say year uh so we'll get into that at the end of the episode but we're starting things uh now with the deadline you know coming up in just a couple of months really actually you know a month or so away um and the thing that we've kind of spoken about on and off on this podcast really as we've gotten more and more into the the myths or or really the the middle of the NHL season is you know there needs to be changes with this team i think we could all agree whether it be internally from Syracuse or out where outside this this franchise somewhere around the league and the 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 issue that we have always run it ran into when talking about potential moves that could be made or or moves that we would like to see this team make the issue that we have always had 
in those discussions is the fact that the Lightning don't have much to offer. I mean, when you look at this roster and you look at some of the players that they have that they could potentially trade away, you know, you got to ask yourself, you know, what are you really getting in return? And it's one of those things where the lightning and and it doesn't really have to do with money anymore. It has to do more with the fact that they've kind of backed themselves into this corner. And, and, you know, we could all say, or really look towards the Tanner Janot trade is really the big reason for this. And, you know, I'm not inclined to really throw that uh, into the mix of this just yet, maybe later on the season, especially, you know, if things don't work out for the best with this team. When I say that, I mean making a playoff spot. They've really backed themselves into a corner of not really being able to do, not being, not allowing themselves, excuse me, to do much to improve this team. Uh, It's really, you know, in years past, as we've seen over the last couple of years, uh, the Lightning have been able to throw around first round draft picks to get players that they want, um, be able to trade certain players here and there if need be. And we really can't or not really can't. We won't probably see that this year. I mean, when you look at this Lightning team, especially, you know, what they have in Syracuse, they don't really have anybody that jumps off the board that's really going to you know, be a prime blue chip trading prospect um and then you know the draft picks are very much you know gone at this point and then you look at you know maybe some of the lower players on this team but really when i look at some of the lower players on this team that i would like the lightning to i guess a more delicate phrase would be to move on from uh one of them was actually mentioned last night and and really i mean it's one of those signings that in the time I was like, oh, okay, you know, and this is under the pretext. Uh, I don't I don't remember exactly when he was signed this offseason, but it was one of those things where I was, I feel like we didn't get the Vasilevsky news yet. So, you know, having him in the mix and kind of being that, having that veteran leadership and, and you know, bringing some of that scoring. Um, was a very good thing on paper and then i feel like we got the the uh the news and it was just and then you know you can see on the ice it's really not coming to fruition is connor sheary i mean he's just been really disappointing this year uh and, and it's not like they pick and when i say veteran presence i mean the guy's 31 so you know, it's not like he's 40, you know, it's it's not like he's really just going to be a, a a guy who they bring in to be a locker room figure. Now, he's he was brought on this team to score, uh, accumulate points, and and he really has not done much of each. I mean, he was he also spent some time hurt, but really through 29 games, one goal and nine points, and then you couple that with the fact that he uh, is playing somewhat high in the lineup or has played uh, somewhat high in the lineup. I mean, he's playing on the third line now, which is, I think we could all agree, probably a lot higher than really I think any of us would would really prefer to have him play. Having said that, you look at this team and, 
you know, you look from top to bottom and you say, you know, who is going to be able to take that spot? And I mean, really, the only names that really stick out to me are Luke Lindenning and Alex Barre Boulay. And but at the same time, those aren't exactly names that are enticing that you really want on your third line right now. I mean, this team's pretty banged up, too, at the moment. So things are kind of jumbled all over the place. But the other names that I look at or the other players really that I kind of think that the lightning, you know, we've 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 had the experiment. And it's just it's just not working out. It's not something that really is going to be beneficial for this team for the long term, because when you look at this team, they need really two things or or one of two things really out of any player unless you're the fourth line uh forwards as well as the the third line defensive pairing you need someone to either come here and play some sort of grinded out hockey uh defense slash defense or they need to score and this guy it's you know it was fun while it lasted last year but I, it is what it is at this point, and and Nick Pervix is not something that is going to be help for, helpful uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning going forward. I mean, it's just, you know, we had a good time last year. You know, he got off to a hot start, and that was great, and he really, really just kept himself in the conversation, and he has certain moments here and there where he is able to make an impact on games very slightly. And when I say that, I mean he makes a average play in in like one sequence on a shift in a game, and that's your like your Nick Pervix bingo card slot for the night. But it, it's time to move on from this guy. Um, you know, it, it, it's a great story um, that, like I said last year, um, and then the other guy that has really just outstayed his welcome here has been Phil- Philippe Myers. I mean, was not at all impressed with him last year as well as uh, Hayden uh, Hayden Flurry. I like Hayden Flurry, um, but I think we're at the point even now though that he's he's injured. I think that you know him, Philippe Myers, those guys kind of just. You kind of need to call it what it is if you're Julian Brees' boss. I mean, you can't really blame John Cooper at this point because you got four guys banged up and three of them are defensemen. So, you know, what are you going to do? Um, but I, I really think that at the end of the day, uh, once, you know, Eric Chernak at some point makes a, makes a, comes back into the lineup, uh, if Tanner Janot ever comes back, uh, Sergachev ever comes back, Flurry um, ever comes back, there whether it be now and we we start to map things out, or you know once those guys do come back as on the lineup at any point, there needs to be some sort of internal conversation about what is the plan in terms of personnel because if if I really hope that Julian Brees Boss, if he's looking at this lineup right now, um, a healthy Tampa Bay Lightning, especially, I hope he's not saying to himself that we could win with this team because they certainly can't. I mean, we saw this team uh, play certain games this year uh, with or without Andre Vasilevsky, where I believe everybody was in the lineup, and you know, at least a handful of games. 
and and it was really left there wasn't really anything left to be desired about what we saw in those outings from this Tampa Bay Lightning team. Those are teams that could possibly give you a couple of good games here and there, but those aren't teams that are going to win playoff games in the long term. They're not going to take it deep into the playoffs, into an Eastern Conference run. They're certainly not going to take into the Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup final. Um, so really, at the end of the day, I mean, all you could do is really take that group of guys that I mentioned, Fleet Myers, Hayden Fleury, Nick Pervix, uh, Connor Sheary, and try and, you know, I look at it this way. I would rather, because I don't really think that you could really get much of a return in terms of a player out of that deal, whether you're grouping all those guys together or you're you're sending them individually to teams that need them, that kind of need that last piece to get to, whether it be a playoff spot or over the the hump into maybe a potentially Stanley cup run. Um, the lightning need to get creative uh, and they, the only way they're going to be able to get better. I mean, yeah, the cap is going to increase, but at the same time, not significantly where you're going to make yourself uh, better as a team. So, I mean, let me know in the comments below. It, it's just, it's one of those things where if I had to predict, you know, what kind of move Julian Brees boss is going to make at the deadline, unless something monumental comes to the table is is said out loud in the public square of you know hockey news about what could this player wants out of this city or whatever and but at the same time i don't think the lightning would ever be in a conversation for any type of significant player that would be able to come into tampa bay right away contribute right away uh i mean you know you could only strike lightning you know twice you know no pun intended i mean they they got lucky uh, with Nick Coleman, they got lucky a couple of years ago with Coleman. Um, I mean, sorry, with Nick Paul, as well as, you know, a couple of years ago with Blake Coleman and, uh, you know, Barkley Goodrow. So, you know, I think maybe their luck has ran out. And but so really, if I had to guess, this is the team that we have right now, maybe except for maybe a few minor players, it's probably going to be the team that we're going to have after the february trade deadline so let me know in the comments below what you think about that i mean i'm not holding my breath for any any big moves or any significant moves that will greatly increase this team's chances of not only getting into the playoffs uh or even still fighting for a playoff spot but getting into the playoffs and and making some sort of progression uh throughout the stanley cup playoffs so coming up in just a little bit we'll be checking in with the flyers game seeing how that's going as they take on the philadelphia flyers tonight as well as a little bit later on, we're talking more about lightning what ifs. Uh, but first, let's talk about our first sponsors of the show today, and that is our friends over at Game Time. Now, it's, it's I guess, you know, now that we have the holidays over, this is the time of year, whether you're in Tampa Bay, New York, California, wherever you are, you want to go out, you want to enjoy the nightlife. It's, it's post-holiday season. This is where you go out, especially in the new year, and you get to have fun. You want to have more fun. I think that's on everybody's bucket list or, or New Year's resolution. And what better way to have more fun than to go out? And what way, better way to go out and have more fun without the stress than to buy tickets without stress? And the only home for that is game time. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you all and right now, all users get $100 off when you buy a big game ticket with 
Vegas 100 with lat with killer last minute deals, all in prices and views from your seats and their best price guarantee. Game time takes away the guesswork out of buying tickets. The you know you get last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. My favorite feature is you know you get to see the seats, your view from the seats before you buy them, so you know you're not sitting behind a pole or a beam with obstructed view. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time right now. All Game Time users get a hundred dollars off a big game ticket with code Vegas one hundred. That's Vegas one hundred. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use the code. V-E-G-A-S 100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're also available on YouTube as well subscribe to the channel drop a comment below this video and join in on the conversation i mean i think that this is going to be an ongoing conversation for not only leading up to the trade deadline but as well as post trade deadline uh and i think that that's going to be a conversation that's going to be had regardless of whether or not the Lightning make the playoffs because there's a lot of holes in this team right now. And I don't see Julian Brees Boss really more so don't have faith that Julian Brees Boss is going to get anything significantly done that is going to improve this team right now with the players that I just said that, you know, I'm sure they're nice people, don't know them personally, but I'm sorry, but their time in Tampa Bay is gone. Uh, but moving on from that, we're taking a look at tonight's game against the Philadelphia Flyers. Like I said, coming into this one, as I s- will say, with every game going forward, that every game is a must-win game for these Tampa Bay Lightning. They are fighting to stay in the playoff hunt right now. Going into tonight's game, they were tied with 53 points for that first spot in the wild card with the Detroit Red Wings, as well as a point behind the Toronto Maple Leafs for that third spot in the Atlantic division. And they're going up against a Maple, uh, excuse me, a Flyers team who comes to this game 25, 16 and six with 56 points, only four behind the Rangers who in my mind, and I think in the minds of many people uh, are one of the better teams in the Eastern conference. And, you know, we always talk about how, the Metropolitan Division is a juggernaut. I mean, I feel like the Atlantic Division this year is just as good. And this is a game that I feel like the Lightning could easily get very much bullied into uh, a loss. And, you know, you you know when, when you, whether you just started watching hockey a couple of years ago or you've been watching hockey for the last 30, 40, 50 years, uh, really since the 70s, that, you know, when you play against the, the Philadelphia Flyers, they're going to go out there, they're going to play physical, they're going to wear you into submission. Um, they might take even some liberties here and there uh, throughout the course of the game. But, you know, what the Lightning are holding their own right now with 6.57 left in the second period. Uh, they're currently on the penalty kill, but they are winning this one 3-1, to one, uh, which is very good sign. Goals by Braden Point. 
Nikita Kucherov has two on the night, uh, the second of which was a power play goal. Uh, Hagel, Radish, Stamkos, and Crozier all have points on the night. And my hope for this game is that because, like I said, the, the Flyers are a very good team. Uh, the Lightning are currently being outshot. I will take that into I, – I, I will – look the other way on that because the flyers have had two power plays thus far uh through about a period and a half so there's that as well uh the lightning are one for two on the power play uh i i will say i do hope that the lightning stay consistent this is something that we've spoken about all season long with this team um i think that really the key for this game going in as is the key really for every game is to play within yourself you know don't really be a reactionary hockey team you know don't kind of sit back and say okay we're winning 3-1 and then you blink your eyes there's five minutes left in the third period and you're down by a goal and and here we are in full panic mode and as we know most of the time I would say probably 95 percent of the time when the lightning are in panic mode they do not nearly play anywhere remotely close to where they should be playing uh, and as I say that, they give up a goal on the power play and the Flyers are within one goal of tying this game. And, and this is just the kind of game, like I said, the Lightning get off to a good start and then we start to see the other team kind of chip away at them. And it, it's it's such a frustrating thing. And 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 like I, it kind of a, it goes back to the point I made. Uh, in the last segment and have made really throughout the course of the season is that, you know, we want to be optimistic about this team. You know, they are in the playoff hunt statistically right now in terms of playing ability compared to other teams that are kind of in that realm as well. That is still undetermined. But I will say that, you know, the way the lightning play, not even, you know, just, disregarding the previous five game winning streak the thing that is really alarming for me at least and, and you know this shouldn't be a reason to not wish that the lightning should make not wish that the lightning make the playoffs i feel like almost making the playoffs or falling into a playoff spot for this lightning team would kind of be a wasted effort or just because they do not have the caliber right now. They do not have the roster. And granted, they are a little bit banged up right now. They are missing four significant players. Well, three. Three significant players. I guess Hayden Fleury is significant at this point. I guess he's proven he's played decently well this year. Um, the Lightning don't have the team to play a full 60-minute hockey game. And like I've said very many times on this show, that that is just something that is very concerning for me. It should be concerning for a lot of lot of Lightning fans, really all of them, because as you are seeing tonight, you know, the Lightning get off to a good start. I mean, it's really vice versa in terms of really pick your poison. You know, the Lightning get off to a slow start in the first. They pick it up back in the second or vice versa. They get off to a bat, a good start in the first, and then they start to kind of just whimper away in the second period. 
and then m- both of those scenarios most of the time lead to like i said a tight game in the third other team ties it or they take the lead and now the lightning are kind of like oh crap we got to start playing hockey again kind of deal and that is something that does not work well for this team and and really you look at this team as well i mean you know you you could blame the lack there of talent slash depth or you could even look at it like tonight andre vasileski uh through 35 minutes of play his save percentage is below nine which is not good at all and if you remember the the episode yesterday what i said with him was that you know i don't like to take goals against average into account really i mean it's just one of those i don't know i mean it's just a well i'll say save percentage i'm sorry save percentage is not really a number that i like to really heavily weigh in terms of when i'm evaluating a goaltender i look at goals against average but at the same time i mean come on come on i mean you have a you face you face 17 shots tonight and we're almost down to the end of the second period and you've given up two goals. You know, I'm going to say it now. And, you know, we're, we're going to wait probably a couple of weeks before we re, we revisit this, this note. You're the, you are supposed to be the best goaltender in the world. You got to start freaking playing like it because if you don't, this team is not going to go anywhere. Because as we all know, you know, it, the number one thing in the playoffs is solid goaltending, and you start to see the the real teams and the pretending teams, or the teams that don't have the merit, and it really all comes down to goaltending in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And and really, you know, you know, we could complain as much about depth on this team or lack there of talent. But at the end of the day, like I said, you know, there's going to be a time or sometimes throughout the course of the season where we're going to have to expect or hope that Andre Vasilevsky uh, shows signs consistently that he is the best goaltender in the league and really have to start playing like it. You know, there's going to be some nights where he's going to have to shut out teams just to prove a point, to have a statement. And thus far, uh, we haven't really seen it. Um through his 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 very still young uh, season, so let me know in the comments below how you, how you felt about this game. Obviously, some of you who maybe listened to this episode, the game will be over by then. Even though, you know, you could still put in your your thoughts about that as well. So coming up in just a little bit, we'll wrap things up with our bolts, what ifs, uh, part two. Um, really, it's a big one. It's it's not really many. It's just one. What happens to this team if the Lightning don't make the playoffs? We'll get into that at the end. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsors of the day, and that is our friends over at Sleeper. Now it's almost the halfway point in the season, Lightning fans. Uh, this team, really, to sum them up, they're, they're peaks and valleys, more so valleys <laughs> and regardless of where we are in the standings i want to remind you that you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper the official daily fantasy app of the locked on nhl network sleepers our number one choice 
for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Uh, you could pick players like Nikita Kucherov, Anthony Sorelli, or Nick Paul uh, to take this week to win 100 times your cash. All you have to do is pick those guys to record more or less than their sleeper projections like for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. So go to sleeper right now. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL. You'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See sleepers terms of use for details locational availability all right so once again i want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day as well as making us your first watch of the day for those of you on youtube and i just want to thank you uh if this is your first time listening welcome to the party uh and i especially want to thank you our day oneers our everydayers those who come day in, day out, and, and and show that continued enthusiasm towards the show and help us grow and grow. Spread the word to those of uh, uh, friends of yours who, who may be diehard Bucks fans, really never gave hockey a chance. Well, guess what? Now is better time as ever to get them into a new sport, beautiful sport. I mean, the Lightning, you know, even though things can be bleak here and there with this team, uh, really, I, I, I feel like there's still so much to this team that is untapped. And that's why it's just so frustrating when we see them fall short of things that we kind of figured that they would be able to uh, accomplish. So before I get into the lightning, what if um, just a little update on the game, the lightning uh, have taken a four, two lead now with a little over two minutes left in the second period, a power play goal from Mikey Esamont. I'll, I will say just kind of touching back on some of the moves or moves that have been made in the last couple of years. You know, we talk a lot about here as well as, you know, when it's just talked about in general, when you, when you reminisce about some of the moves that have been made over the last couple of years, we talk about, like I said, Blake Coleman, Barkley Goodrow, um, Zach Bogosian signing in 2020. Nick Paul last year. I mean, excuse me, a couple of years ago. But it doesn't get talked much that often about Mikey Esmont. Uh, he has just been, and I'm talking about more so closer to the deadline deals. Um, if I remember correctly, I don't think Hagel was that close to the deadline. If he was, that's probably one of the better that, that has to be up there, I think, in the last five years of deadline moves. But no, I think Hagel was significantly earlier in the season. Uh, I wanted to say he was probably like November, mid-November, late November, um, where I think Estimont was like a week or two before the deadline. Um, but right now, you know, he he's playing phenomenal. I think that really he is a diamond in the rough, and and I really – hope that he continues to progress and, and get better and better because, you know, if he does, I mean, he is just such a good player or at least shows that he could be such a good player in many facets of the game. But we'll stick a pin in that. We'll continue to watch him. But really what I want to talk about is lightning what ifs. And the big what if I think that is on everybody's mind is what if this team 
misses the playoffs. What happens then in the offseason? Where does this team go? You know, I don't think, and, and I'll start off real quick by saying, if this team doesn't make the playoffs, I think that in order to really be able to evaluate this team in the offseason and say, well, this play, player A, B, and C needs to go. I think that, you know, as much as this might be a tedious task in when you're looking at what needs to be changed, you kind of have to look at where they where they where they finished. You know, if they were like a point out of that last wild card spot, okay, you know, maybe you you change a player out or two. But if like we're talking about more than a handful, if we're talking about six, seven, eight, whatever points if they really fell back then i mean you got to look at the whole team and say what in god's name is the issue and and you know where do we got to go where do we go from here um i mean potentially you are getting a lot of money off the books if you let stam coast walk in the offseason and then like i kind of touched upon an episode i believe it was a couple of weeks ago if the lightning were to let Stamkos walk, does that open up the door for Victor Hedman uh, or them kind of sitting down or starting the conversation at least being like, hey, you know, buttering him up saying, you know, hey, listen, you're one of the most iconic players in this franchise, you know, this, that, and the other thing, you're going to get your number retired. When it's all said and done, maybe even a statue, who knows? Um, but we're starting, we're gonna have a mini rebuild, and we think that it would be in our best interest as well as yours if we possibly explore a trade. I don't know if that's gonna happen. I think that especially with how thin the lightning are in their defensive core, I think Victor is safe for now. I think when you look at the forward situation, I think that, I mean, money aside, I think that the Lightning would be better off with that, without Stamkos. Um, maybe use that money to to really just figure out your third and fourth line, especially your fourth line, and especially you know parts of your defensive core because you know the like I said, you know, with with Victor being safe because of just the lack thereof defensive support with this team i i just think that really i would prefer and i think that this would be and i think this would probably be the move even with even if they do make the playoffs i think that what this team should do is you let stam coast walk unless he takes absolutely the the possible bare minimum that is possibly acceptable between two teams uh him and and the lightning you got to spend that money that you have left on defensemen um, and then trade away the players as well that you don't want towards defensemen. And I'm not talking about a scoring defenseman. I'm talking about a guy like what we had in as much as I give this guy flack. Uh, he did come up in some big situations like Jan Ruda and especially a guy like Ryan McDonough. Um, we all talk about it that if money was no object, Ryan McDonough would still be here in Tampa Bay. And that's something that really this team has missed since he was traded away. 
uh, to Nashville. And really, I'm very curious now with the what if, you know, that kind of spurs a new what if. What if Ryan McDonough stayed in Tampa Bay? What would this team look like right now? Because he's playing phenomenal hockey in Nashville. And, you know, that's also a hindsight thing. You know, I, I know where the lightning were going with that. And I understand um you know they say it was about money but i'm sure there was some kind of conversation had you know this guy's got a ton of miles on him uh when should we expect the wheels to start to fall off and and i'm sure that was a conversation as well because if they really thought that he was worth that money which i think he is now i think that um he would still be on this team uh but yeah it, it, it's one of those things where I think that the lightning, if they're if they're fall if they're behind in the in the in the standings, eight points out of the wild card, I think you kind of have to start. I'm not saying like he's going to be traded or whatever the case may be, but you need to kind of look at like Vasilevsky because I'm sure if the lightning are. Missing the playoffs as well as being that far out of the playoff conversation. You kind of have to look at the goaltender. I mean, wasn't this the big buildup we were waiting for? Uh, the big the big crescendo. Wasn't this the plan? Well, we wait till, you know, Vasilevsky comes back and everything's going to be good. Well, he's back. And hypothetically, they miss the playoffs everyone's first reaction should be looking at 88. And like I said, he has been good in certain spots this year, but he has not been great and he's being paid to be great. Uh, so let me know in the comments below what you think. I mean, really it's, it's, we're such a long ways away from it, but um, given how that lightning have played at certain times this year, uh, really one can't not wonder uh, what could potentially be on the horizon for this team if they were to miss the playoffs. So uh, join us tomorrow as we will recap the hopefully a win against the Philadelphia Flyers as well as look forward uh, to the rest of the week. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.